Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! Alright, we just, uh... How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World. I think I got that right. And on the count of three, we'll give our 1 to 10 rating. 1, 2, 3. 8.5. Ooh, just a little low. Yeah. Did you not also <laughs> cry your eyes out at the end? That's the only time that I felt emotional. Hmm. And I was choked up. My eyes were welling. Uh-huh. But, um, too little, too late. Interesting. I will agree that it's the weakest of the three, but I didn't think it was by much. Jill and I are big, uh, H-T-T, <laughs> uh... You can do it. Y-D fans. Our <laughs> <laughs> brain just exploded. <laughs> We're such big fans of <laughs> having problems uh, abbreviating it quickly. The first one just completely flabbergasted us. We were like, what is this DreamWorks animation oh. business? And we're just like, move over, everybody else. And then the second one had me weeping within the five minutes. No, no exaggeration. Remind me how the second one started? With a, just a sequence of them flying together in the clouds. <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's cheesy. I think both of us. Uh-huh. Whatever it was, I don't know if it was just good yeah. music or just a wonderful series of them showing them bonded. I don't know. Yeah. But it was so moving. So, I... Uh... I thought this is the perfect place to go story-wise with this one with, um, you know, still peach fuzzy faced guy who's a chief and feels very insecure about his place and, you know, owes a lot of his success to the, um, the ferocity of his dragon. Mm -hmm. And I love that he has to, figure out who he is outside of the dragon guy. The guy who with can train that, dragons. With the help of a confident woman. <laughs> and uh, I like that the uh, villain is basically his insecurity. He just always like is, mm, is mm-hmm. uh, trying to point out, like kind of throwing poisonous barbs of, you know, just tearing away at his self-esteem. <laughs> uh, but not in a way that felt too um, on the nose. Like I thought it was... I missed it, so... Because, <laughs> you know, he has, he has the poison. Me. And then he also sure. said, like, that your dragon will never come back to you. You know, sure, he's just, sure. like, kind of throwing that stuff. So I, I thought he was a great villain. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't quite as much magic this time. They captured a little bit of that with the uh, the uh, hidden world sequence and the, the kind of courting sequence and with the, the I think that's what lost me. I, I was not into the dragon's courting. Tell me about that. I... Maybe I'm... I'm not going to judge what I'm going to say before I say it. That's not what Ride Home Reactions is all about. I don't... I like so much... Um, 
these stories because they tend to avoid typical trappings mm-hmm. of of storytelling. You know, like the first one, he's this misfit in his culture and um, doesn't have a leg, can't fight like the rest of them. Uh, the first one, he has a leg. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, at the end, he doesn't. At <laughs> the very end. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, he, but he's still, a shadow of his you know, huge, accomplished father. Right, right. And yet he finds a way to... Um, to succeed and, and be who he is and um, therefore gain respect, you know, and, and finds a dragon that also has a um, missing yeah. limb, you know, I'll, I just really enjoy that. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not just like it happens to be that way. It's like the stories really are intentional about that. Uh-huh. Um, and I really appreciate that. Um, and kind of flipping typical roles. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't... They had to just be so... Um, just like every... I don't know what it is when it comes to animals courting. <laughs> but it, it it doesn't get me. Like, I, I don't... I can't connect to it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really find it funny or endearing... Or sweet, or any of those things. It just purely annoyed me. Was the it whole too? Time. Was it too gender? Oh specific? my gosh! Yes. So I'm kind of. I guess I'm kind of getting to that. Like, yeah. no, nowhere else in these movies is that the case. And then it's like the coy, squinty-eyed, elusive, white, sparkly My Little Pony version. It was very My Little Pony of. The Night Fury. Toothless. Of Toothless. You know, with this come hither. And Mm. I just... And, like, I'm I'm the smart, graceful one. And you have to prove yourself to me. And and he's Uh a total dope. And yet, once they fly into the waterfall, he's like... And they're like, that's a king. (laughs) And and she's like, that's right. That's my dragon man. Like, I just... I was like, what is all this? Uh I hated it. Sure, in this movie... The dragons are also metaphors for children. Like Christopher Mintz-Plasse's dragon, he has like a baby dragon that he like carries around in a baby Bjorn. And <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Chieftain, the guy, the main character whose name I don't know, even though I'm a huge fan of these movies. Hiccup. Hiccup. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's trying trying to grapple with being a parent, and I don't think I like my son's new, you know, girlfriend kind of thing. But, oh, interesting. Okay. But I, but I didn't find the. Um, it was that was how he was interpreted, and not like Toothless is still a cross between a cat and a dog. And I, so I, I completely excuse them acting like '90s or earlier Disney animals, like animals in Disney movies. Like, I guess that's my thing: is that they're not acting like actual animals. Whereas if you want to, like, I'll, I'll let go of the, like, alpha thing. Like, whatever. That's a little bit more realistic animal behavior. But the whole courting thing, that's, like, us projecting quintessential, our quintessential courting, you know, um, roles onto animals. Like, Lady and the Tramp. You mean just the part where she's, like, come hither and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh-huh. So... 
I don't know. I, I'm dwelling on this a lot, and I'm sure if you enjoyed this movie, it's like, ugh, let it go, Jill. <laughs> it's not the whole movie. But a lot of the movie was kind of spent on that. Uh-huh. And so instead, of, you know, I think what I loved about the movie was the relationship between human and dragon. Yeah. And this one, they focused far more on the development of dragon to dragon relationship. And it wasn't interesting for me. Okay. Like, I wanted... She didn't have a personality. Uh-huh. I wanted to see this other dragon have a personality and and be curious and mm. courageous and... Yeah, I guess that's You a know, good point. like, he has... His uh, dragon, Toothless, has such personality. And mm. that's... We love him because of that. Yeah. And the first time they meet where, you know, it's like the whole Black Stallion scene where, like, right. they're getting to know each other and right. trust each other and... You know, I could watch that for hours, and yet here she comes, and she's one note, not very interesting. Yeah, no, you, you I don't have know. a good point. I'm just, I'm just disappointed that they didn't just take. If you're going to commit time to that relationship, yeah, they, they had time to do it. Then make her, then make her have a personality. Yeah, all these dragons do. Why not give her one? Anyway, I think that's why I'm I am lower and disappointed. Yeah. And I and I my favorite parts of the movie were the flashbacks when the little boy is talking to his dad. Mm. Those such great little boy scenes. They were. And I love that they had little boogers. <laughs> like his nose was like all it was like he, whenever it was a little boy he had a runny nose. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do that detail. The details, the details and the, the design of these characters were really great. Again, I like. When's the last time you've seen Peach Fuzz on a right. character's face in an animated movie? Like that's such fine attention to detail. Um, and he has a little scrape on his chin as a kid. Oh, I didn't notice that. And then he has a little bit of a scar when he's older in the same uh, spot. Like little details, you and they're not big. It's not right. I so the the ending, like I said, made me cry. I think that's one of the best epilogues. It kind of is. Um, it's very. It's a very formulaic epilogue. You just show, like, ten years in the future, our our main characters all have children and they all look older, and then they get together. So it it was not at all unique, but it hit me really, really hard in the heart. Yeah, like I think Harry Potter. Tried to do that, <laughs> but it, it went too far. Job, yeah. It's like you know they just named the kids after every other after every character dies. It's like oh my gosh, I roll. This one, I don't know. Just the the dragon kind of seeing the humans and being like, who is this? Yeah, yeah. And like that time that like I was I started crying as soon as I realized that the dragon didn't recognize him. Yeah. I'm like I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> right. And I'm ready for it. <laughs> right. Just, my tears are just starting to go. Um, <sighs> And yeah, his kids are really cute. I don't know. I'm getting emotional again just just thinking about that scene. It, it reminds me of these two guys who had like rescued a lion cub that had been sold at Harrods or something and raised it. But then they had to, you know, they they chose to let it go back into the wild or put okay, it on. I don't a, think I've seen this. Oh really? Um and. Years later, years later, they meet this lion again, and it's full-grown male. <laughs> and they don't know if you know there's a big risk that the lion could. I think I've just seen the uh, like the you. reunion footage. Yeah, of it. I haven't seen so the, it's just the, the reunion, and it's and they have it go to the like end. <laughs> so it's like 
really cheesy and I was weeping I mean weeping <laughs> because this lion is just like <laughs> hugging them and like yeah. rubbing all over their faces and they're just this huge reunion it was the same yeah. emotional nerve for the end of this one right for sure it was like an irresistible right <laughs> so I agree with you the ending was wonderful and I definitely got emotional I just I, I wished there was some of that throughout the movie for me I my uh, biggest criticism of it is the humor was a lot lower um, mm, mm-hmm. like much lower par than the other two yeah um, there's some jokes that I just plain didn't get and was confused by and then other stuff like I was I was already over the my long hair is my beard joke oh boy that the one they really dragged out um but uh, yeah, the the joke I didn't get was the the guy who got like so many scars and peg arms and peg legs and stuff. Does so he's like imagining that there's these like little dragons. <laughs> yeah. And then like I, nobody else can see them, but then somebody else does see them. Yeah, I didn't get that either. So there's something about the species of that dragon that I don't know. Maybe it's like that Harry Potter thing where. It becomes your biggest fear, but only you can see it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It was that was not a clearly drawn out dragon. So you mean joke? Well, but I'm saying like the the it's like each dragon has their thing that they do. Oh yeah. So I'm saying I think whatever species of dragon that was, it wasn't clear right what it can do to people. Right. <laughs> so we all missed the joke because of that. Right. I also thought it was a little uncomfortable that the one that the Jonah Hill character kept hitting on the mom. <laughs> I, that was, I thought that was realistic. Okay. I guess so. Her role was a little odd. I feel like she could have done more. Yeah. I think uh, you know she was brought in as sort of a plot device character in the second movie which and was think, great and I loved her in the yeah. second one and I think in this movie it's like well she's she's alive but the dynamics that existed in the first movie and most of the second movie are already are still like we need to work with those as opposed to trying to reinvent what's going on so I think they yeah kind of really cast her to the side yeah or I mean I know that they were trying to build the relationship between Hiccup and Astrid but um, I, a lot of the times that she's like Astrid you sh- you need to talk to him Part I think she could have like she's still his mom <laughs> like I think she could have <laughs> talked to him you uh-huh. know like he's having these flashbacks with his dad about you know his dad crying because his mom's not around or you know so I think there could have been a nice moment with he and his mom mm-hmm. where she's trying to give him some motherly advice and I don't know maybe he has some issues taking it from her because she wasn't around or whatever I I just think that could have been an opportunity (laughs) to to use that character for a reason instead of just have her there to be like Astrid yeah it would have been nice if there was build up his self-confidence a mother-son scene I'm sorry David I feel like I'm being extra critical and you enjoyed this movie and I I wanted to enjoy it more. And so if I'm bringing your score down, I'm going to feel so badly about it. 
Yeah, I'm down to like a 3.5. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, what was good about this movie? <sighs> uh, I found myself wishing that I had seen the second one more than once. I don't think I've seen it a second time. Ooh, let's watch so it again. It, yeah, it, it's very uh, weak in my memory. The first one I remember very well. Mm-hmm. We watched that a lot. So I, I think some of it was also just me kind of revisiting those viewings and being like, yep, it's still the same universe. And I still have just an overriding sense of wonder when, I, when, I, when I'm in this world. So that, that definitely contributed to my high score. Mm-hmm. I, but I agree with you that I liked the overall where it went a mm-hmm. lot. I really appreciated that all the dragons that they made the hard choice to mm-hmm. let let the, all the dragons go. Um, like I like the idea that there was a small blip in Vikings history where they rode and tamed dragons, but then just as fast as that happened, it it kind of vanished into the past, and yeah. people are like, well, "Did that even happen?" Kind of like the Jedi in Star Wars, like you know. Um, how quickly it becomes myth, you know? Right. In fact, the 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 flame sword that he has evokes that. Definitely, imagery. I thought that multiple times. Um, See, so yeah, I, I kind of I, I like the uh, the culture that it borrows from. I also like the idea of these two species need to, you know, they need to gain a respect for one another. Mm-hmm. But like humans do so many times, we then have to like own it. Own mm-hmm. them, you know, and and dominate, yeah, yeah, like, and because the dragons do like the humans, they go along with it, you know, but th- they don't have to. There's right. no, there's no rule that says <laughs> that's the way it has to be. So I kind of like yeah. acknowledging that ultimately at the end, even though it's hard mm-hmm. and sad, it's like if all of a sudden something crazy happened in our world where we realized that we really shouldn't be domesticating our pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How hard it would be to be like, go on, go on, Ruben, go on, Victor. <laughs> go, go to your... We do that every morning. Waterfall. We, we let them go to their hidden world every morning. And then five minutes later, they want to come back in. And then three minutes later, they want to go back out. <laughs> oh my gosh, isn't that true? <laughs> they wouldn't last in a hidden water vault world <laughs> for a second. <laughs> well, let's reevaluate. <clears throat> I'll go up a little bit. I think I didn't really. I wasn't appreciating the um, the villain mm-hmm. kind of representing hiccups. Insecurities. I think I appreciated you pointing that out, so it helps boost it a little bit. But I'm just going to a seven. I'm down to seven point five. I think, in particular, the uh, the lack of good jokes, and it wasn't even just like that there weren't many jokes because that's fine. You don't have to have pack your movies full of jokes, but too many jokes fell flat. The ending uh, in the moment, I was. I was forgetting about all the flaws. So this sobering car ride has, <laughs> has woken me up to some of the flaws. Speaking well, of domesticating 
what a, what would otherwise be wild animals we should close our chickens in all right let's let's go tend to our our uh, homestead okay bye bye